0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ermia Matters. This is Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and I'm here today with another special guest. It's A.J. Morgan. He is the Area President of RPS Bollinger Sports and Leisure, and he is the man in charge of the Ermia Camps Program. So welcome to the program, A.J. Thank you very much, Jenny. Happy to be here. Terrific. So I love to start things off just by having my guests to Ermia Matters, just give a little bit of background about themselves. And, and I familiarized myself with your background and it was it was pretty interesting with your athletic experience. And so just tell us a little bit about your career and um, how you got involved with the Ermia Camps program.
1: Okay, well I I got into the insurance business uh nineteen years ago, so I have an anniversary coming up if I can make it that long, just one short more year. I joined what at the time was Bollinger Insurance and we had a little sports program and I came in on the production side. Prior to that I was a high school English teacher and basketball coach. So, you know, my heart is in the uh education side of the world and so when the Ermia camp program presented itself through a connection with the Gallagher education practice, I certainly was excited. Uh, anytime I have any link to ongoing ac- uh, academics, I'm very excited. So my relationship with Ermia started in that way. There was a solution, a need for solving on campus athletic camps and ensuring them properly with the right coverages. And uh, we were able to step up and set this program up two years ago with uh, you, Jenny. So thank you for that. And I think it's grown nicely. Of course, now we've hit a little bit of a bump in the road with a pandemic that we're all trying to get through. So uh, that is a winding introduction of myself.
0: Well, thank you for that and congratulations on almost your 20 year anniversary. I am confident you will make it. So tell me a little bit about Bollinger. I don't I don't know much about the that company's history and, and where you're located.
1: So we're located in New Jersey. We started over sixty years ago, and academics and athletics were at the heart at the very beginning. We were a student accident insurer and our relationship with athletics started with USA softball. Uh, We still have a student accident program, and we still are the insurer for USA softball. So (laughs) it's quite remarkable, Um, and I, I walked into that relationship 19 years ago. So a great history, and we were purchased by Gallagher in 2013, and our piece, our sports division piece, was put under RPS. Risk placement services, which is owned by Dow.
0: Oh, wow, what a history! That's that's pretty impressive. Um, the longevity of that relationship is pretty cool. Um, so, in in my years with Ermia, I started um, quite a long time ago in 2005, and Ermia had had a tulip program at that time. And then um, I think a few years after that, um, we launched a camps program that was kind of related to our tulip program. And then um, when when you guys came along, we really revitalized our camps program. And really took advantage of the product that you guys had in place. And I know we we have grown it a little bit over time and we will get through this unprecedented time and, and camps will resume to their normalcy one day, knock on wood. But when we when we looked at th- when we launched the camps program, as you alluded to, we we launched it specifically as a sports camps program, and that's where the the bulk of the camps program is. But will you talk about how you let in some of the academic camps?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, and we understood from the start that we would probably entertain some of the more benign academic. Uh, camps under the program because it is usually and i'll underline usually more dangerous to get on say the soccer field than it is to go into the classroom <laughs> and take some classes. but as was pointed out to me on our last call, Jenny, the stem program <laughs> with chemistry and chemicals <laughs> and things like that can present its own risks and exposures, but we believe that our our um, our program is properly priced to handle that and so therefore we expanded from uh, marketing and as just sports to now a uh, generic camps title uh, to include those academic camps and uh, so, you know some social kind of camps that may take place on campus.
0: Okay, and I know one of the we we just featured an article in Ermia Insights, our member newsletter. I know that we had some back and forth about asking questions specifically about COVID. So I'd like to talk to about those a little bit. I know that some camps are carrying on, and and other camps aren't. But I know that you shared with us that you've been getting a lot of calls, um, a lot of inquiries about uh, the coverage. So will you will you speak to that a little bit about the coverage for? Um, virtual practices?
1: Uh, So when we first uh, started receiving requests about virtual coverage for camps, it was kind of expected because you can't stop sports in the world and we don't want to stop sports in the world. So we, uh, we went to the carriers and asked them, hey, can you take a look at these requests for virtual coverage? And of course, in analyzing the risk, you feel like it's pretty hard to have contact virtually. So we we feel like the risk is reduced when it's virtual. Obviously we want some live supervised connection to that. So the kids just aren't out there, you know, playing sports on their own without the supervision, but we think coaches are doing the best they can. And of course we are in a modern technological world. So it's not as if anyone's ever looked at a a video and been instructed that way. So it seemed like a natural progression during COVID-19. So uh, we do cover the virtual camp as long as it's live and supervised in the ERMIA camps program.
0: Okay. Have you had to change the form or anything, or are you just doing this like case by case?
1: Uh, We're trying to address the form so that we can broadly get the coverage necessary so that it's stated in there because it hadn't been addressed before. And anytime you don't have stated coverage in a policy, you do worry a little bit about a claim, not being covered because it's not stated coverage, but we certainly now have a trail of question and answer on this. And and so we're developing a form that will address this.
0: Terrific. Okay. So, and I, I do remember back from, back from the early days of when we launched camps and and maybe when we, when we came to Bollinger a few years back, one of the the great things about the policy was the sexual abuse and molestation coverage that you guys have. I mean, I know this is for in-person camps that most likely aren't a lot of them happening this summer, but can you talk to the, the policy limits and the coverage of the camps program? Because I know that's always really important to the risk managers when they're looking for coverage? Absolutely.
1: Uh, I mean, just stepping back and looking at the, the genesis of the policy, we um, the heart and soul of sports, especially liability coverage, is that we cover lawsuits coming from an injured athlete or you know someone, let's say they're at a sleepaway camp and they're not on the field, but something happens in the dorm and God forbid you have an abuse molestation situation. All these things have to be contemplated. So we worked with Ermia, we worked with you, of course, Jenny, on setting those limits. And, you know, we built a $2 million limit that includes the participant legal liability, which is the heart of, of any sports coverage. And then the abuse molestation limit we built in as a one uh limit, which was is high in the world today as we've seen those coverage limits shrink in a lot of programs. So, you know, we think it's an important coverage, and obviously there have been situations on campuses and in national governing bodies where this is a very real problem and it's a very necessary protection. So, you know, that's, that's basically the reason that we exist as a sports program is to cover for lawsuits that in almost every other insurance policy is excluded.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I know, you know, that's exactly why Ermia wanted both the Tillot program and the Camps program was to kind of fill that niche. Now, I also remember I was always kind of confused about the optional hired and non-owned auto liability. I believe that's that's like an optional coverage, right, that people can add or not add. Now, is that for like when counselors or when they are moving campers from site to site. Can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Uh, yes, it's really not to cover when you're moving campers around. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> really to cover when you are driving on behalf of your camp. You know, errands are run. You go out, you run out to get the Gatorade or the ice or you run, you know, because most of the camps that take place are on campus and you're, you're hopefully not having to transport kids very far. I know that happens, but the real reason for the coverage is for the people in the other car. And these are non-owned or hired, non-owned from the perspective of the, of the college or the camp, right? They're either rentals or they're not owned they're personal autos. So when you have a counselor running out on behalf of the camp to do something, that is non-owned in the eyes of the camp and college or university. And therefore, you know, the camp doesn't have any other auto insurance, so if someone chooses to sue the the camp for that incident, this is the coverage that responds. So, it's in absence of w- what most businesses have if they have autos is auto policies, but sports organizations rarely have auto policies.
0: Thank you. I knew I was confused about that. Thank you for setting me straight. And I know when we kicked off the camps program with you a few years back, you really bulked up the risk management part of the site with all those different guides. Now, do you recommend, like I, I see here on the website, the aquatic safety guide, the concussion safety, crisis management. Do you speak to those at, when you're working with the, the buyer of the camps? Do recommend people use these?
1: Oh, absolutely. And that and that's kind of part of our partnership with Ermia. Obviously, we're representing on this policy, we feel that we represent the risk manager's policy, right? Uh, we had a team of people looking at coverages and where we were going to line up on limits and coverages. And, and so we want to provide proper risk management materials for the folks who use these, you know, who buy into our camp program and run these camps. So 100% absolutely they're there to be used and uh, we refer people to them all
0: the time. Great. And then um, as I peruse your your lovely camps site, um I see the FAQ which just makes me wonder what is the most commonly asked question that you get at, from a normal camps purchaser.
1: Well, I wish you'd uh asked me that ahead of time so I could think what is most common- <laughs>
0: uh
1: I, um, well, the most common question we get in our sports program and probably with re- regard to the Ermia program as well is, can I be sued for fill in the blank? And that's really not a coverage question. That is a state of the United States question. And the answer is absolutely you can, because if a lawyer can get it up, you can be sued for it. And therefore, Uh, that makes our our liability insurance all the more important. I mean, people want reassurance that even in the world where you get some crazy lawsuits, they want to make sure that their coverage is going to respond to it. So I, I would say that's our number one question.
0: Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And I mean, obviously the people purchasing the coverage um, is the most typical person, the coach in general. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, their experience with insurance and, and risk management, although, you know, a lot of it is common sense and, and they do it all the time. I mean, insurance can be a, a very complicated topic or so I've, I've learned a lot over the last 15 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one thing we love about the fact that coaches are, are calling to ask questions is that coaches understand implementation of rules. And, you know, obviously they run practices, they run camps, so they're organized. For, for the most part, coaches, when you know they ask questions, they're clear. And when they get answers, they're very happy. So you know, that's what we try to do. Not every question for every scenario can be answered. And this current pandemic is proof of that because we don't even know what scenarios are, are coming down the road. But we've worked very hard in a normal, to make sure that what we can expect from a sports program is covered.
0: Well, coming from you as a coach yourself, I mean that that makes sense that you kind of speak their language. And I do want to just talk for a moment. I mean, I've I've often been praised about your timeliness and your getting back to people when if people have questions about camps, is the best way to email you or call you guys? And is it you? And do you have other staff that help support the camps program?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, Carolyn Butelman is sort of my right arm on the CAMPS program, on the ERMIA program. She is uh, the engine that makes it run. We love email questions because then we can answer it in writing. You know, phone calls can be, and you can hear it during this interview, a little rambling. Uh, and my answer might ramble a little bit. But when I get a clear question and can think about it, I can certainly give you a more direct answer, and then you can have it forever, uh, at least as long as you save that email. So we, we really, and we have an, a team behind that supporting that, but Carolyn is the front lines for for question and answer.
0: Great. Well, I mean, I think that we've done a nice job um, talking a little bit about the benefits of the CAMPS program and telling the Ermia Matters listeners just a little bit more about it. I'd encourage everybody to go online and look at the coverage, read the FAQs and uh, reach out to AJ and Caroline for them to answer any questions you might have. And thanks, AJ, for, for being my guest today and providing this great Product for, for the Ermia membership in, in protecting higher education. Thank you.
1: It's been my pleasure. Um, great to work with you and Ermia as always.
0: Okay, well, I think that is going to be a wrap on Ermia Matters today. Thank you for listening.
1: The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.urmia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.